Don was on a ghost hunt at a haunted LA Fitness where Brad was doing CrossFit all alone. His squats opened a wormhole, and that's what led them here. The trap inside a magic studio. The adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Bradley and Dawn. A Mike Ganger production. Hi there, everybody. You're listening to The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. I'm Bradley. This is Dawn. Hi. How Why can are I you only guys? see your eyeballs? I don't get um, to see your I mouth. I don't know. I can't hear. I can't see like anybody <laughs> else but you. It's just you. Here, oh, well, let me move my camera a little bit. How's I'm the only that? one that's in the thing. If you're just joining us, Dawn has been broadcasting from home all week. She was under the weather. She will hopefully be feeling good enough to join us again next week after the long holiday weekend. Dawn, how are you feeling today, honey? I'm feeling, even though I sound terrible, I do feel oh, I a lot better than than yesterday. So okay, it's, great, it's really good. The um, are you the loopy on them drugs? The, well, those are sort of like out of my system, you know, the antiviral drugs that were sort of re, they were reacting with my other medication that made me real loopy. Yeah. So Sometimes. if you seem loopy today, it's probably just the uh, the alcohol. Oh, oh my gosh. If He's I been alcohol, having cocktails. Would, oh, my God. If I had any booze, I would be asleep like within 15 minutes. It just makes me so sleepy. I don't drink. But um, no. So I'm feeling good. I'm and so happy. Um, yeah, so next week we'll be back together. Not that anybody notices, but what do you mean nobody will notice? Cares that we're apart? Do they know? Who? The people. Oh my god! Of course the listeners know and they care because they want us to be together in the same room making radio joy like we've done now for weeks since the show kicked off. And I'm hoping that upon your return we will get, um, I don't know, the recognition, the acknowledgement, the celebration that we deserve. You know, much like. Donna and Steve just got their five-year anniversary <laughs> celebration because that's now a thing. Oh my God! <laughs> oh well, you know they've Donna has. It's like you know she's. It's almost like ten years. It's like dog years for her because of what she has to. Put oh, up because with of Steve. Steve. Yeah, exactly. Well, so, we're getting no. our uh, one month anniversary, <laughs> and uh, I just want you to know to plan. The, I think, Mike, you have oh, been man. furiously working behind the scenes to book the governor. Promos and yeah. audio all ready to go. We're set. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Actually, I mean, you have to take the holidays out. It actually has been one month and a day. Yeah, I know. Where's my cake? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Why are you so loud in my headphones and echoing? I don't understand. Oh, well, you should deal with your setup. What's going on over there? It's not my setup. It's something with you guys. Anyway, oh, it's let's our get fault. on to... It's our fault, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I see how on. you are. We need to talk about, um, I think this is what you would like to turn the page for, um, some really shocking, tragic, terrible, sad news that we all learned yesterday. And this was on top of already sad, terrible news uh, when we first learned that Lisa Marie Presley had been taken to the hospital. And then not long after Dawn, we learned that she passed away. 
Yeah, it was so shocking last night. I was just looking at stories, you know, prepping for before today and I saw that you know she had collapsed in her home that she had cardiac arrest and she was unresponsive they worked on her a long time and uh, I know the EMTs did get a heartbeat there at the home but then ended up bringing her to the hospital she was rushed to the hospital and um, put into well she was in a coma and on life support and it just did not look good and it ended up not being good for poor Lisa Marie Presley dying of cardiac arrest at age 54. Yeah, I mean, shockingly too soon. Of course, tragic always when a celebrity passes, certainly tragic at a young age, even more tragic that her mother uh, survives her. You know, I'm, I'm imagining that all parents would prefer to not survive their their oh. own children. And so you have to imagine that a woman who's already dealt with a tremendous amount of loss in her life now having to deal with this even more uh, substantial loss and I think everybody's thoughts and feelings go out um, to Priscilla. Poor Priscilla. I mean, you know, losing her grandchild, that was so tragic. Lisa Marie's son died by suicide. And then now her daughter, oh, can I ask seven years old. Can I ask what your sort of feelings relationship was with, with Lisa Marie Presley? I don't mean personal, but you know, whenever a celebrity passes, I think all of us have this tendency to reflect on how we felt about that person. Then we think, of course, of, you know, the events that uh, drew us near to them. But for you, Dawn, what, what are the things you're thinking about when you think of Lisa Marie Presley? Or where did your mind go when you learned that she had passed? I just thought it was so sad because we just saw her at the Golden Globes. Yeah. Here's this big moment where I really feel like Austin Butler and his portrayal of Elvis in the movie Elvis, he just won the Golden Globe for this. That actually gave them so much joy, the Presleys. And they knowing that they had their stamp on it was everything. You know, we could have seen that movie and people could have had opinions whether or not he has done a great job or not, but the fact that they said that they felt like he embodied Elvis mm -hmm. and that at times it was just like scary to them how much it, they felt like Elvis was living within his body at some point because it was so good, yeah. you know, um, good is such a, you know, I mean, good. I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to watch it this weekend. Well, I think she said um, at one point that he, it was the closest she'd seen anyone come to embodying her father. In terms which of on is, the big screen. Which is really crazy. I, I mean, when you think about all the people that have done, uh, you know, Elvis, Elvis tribute artists that you see that are just so good at what they do. And then you have this story, which really leads credence to, uh, leads credence to the director, Boz Lerman. But other than that, like outside of Austin Butler and just seeing her, I just think about how hard it would be to have this huge figure. It's almost like Diana and Harry, you oh, know, sure. like this iconic, huge figure, yeah. iconic figure that Larger everybody thinks they know, that they adore and love. And it is your parent that you don't get to have anymore. But everybody else seems to want a piece of them, you know? Yeah, I was I was listening to an interview that Lisa Marie did with David Letterman years ago. And this, I think, was at the time when she was debuting some music, and it was one of the first times she'd performed live on stage. And before that, they did an interview, and he talked about, you know, he asked her all sorts of questions, and he he 
he d- did the thing at that time that I think most anybody, w- you would forgive them for doing, but also you can understand, as Lisa Marie would be somewhat frustrating, which is to get all of these stories out of her about her father. Also, mm. her father died when she was nine, so not only does she have a limited experience with her father, didn't know him in the same way we all thought we did even after the fact, like those of us who grew up thinking we knew Elvis, right? Even though we didn't. Right. But this was an actual person to her and not just any person her father, that she lost tragically. And in that interview, Lisa Marie Presley talked very just like abruptly or clearly, like, I'm not going to share those stories with you because those are my stories. And like, there are so few things I get to hold on to because everybody thinks they know everything, right? And you don't, again, you don't begrudge David for asking the questions, but you can understand why that must be a mind bleep of the nth degree when anybody you come into contact with at some point you know is probably going to say what was your father really like right that must be a tremendous amount of pressure to carry around it would be and then also you know what's it like you know growing up at graceland all these things that seem so far away from us as far as in history it just seems like so long ago well speaking of that was her life you know and she was only 54 yeah no i mean And I think we'll probably learn more, I imagine, whenever a celebrity passes prematurely or in a shocking way, likely we're going to get more to the story to understand what actually happened. But in the meantime, you mentioned Graceland, and I wanted to play a clip. There was a conversation she had about selling Graceland. I think she was clearing up some rumors when she went on Ellen a number of years ago. People were concerned she was, you know, just frittering her father's legacy away. Let's have a listen. That was so misconstrued in the press where they represented it. See, there's two companies, Elvis Presley Enterprises, Mm -hmm. and then there's Elvis Presley Estate. Well, Elvis Presley Enterprises merged with another company. And in that merging, he bought 85% of it. However, I still own 15%. I still have control in what happens. And a lot of that money, actually, it was a diversification process is what happened. I just sort of spread it out because once we merged, then money came. It's basically, it's a lot of responsibility. So we wanted to merge with someone for a long time. Mm-hmm. And that way we can take it to bigger and better places. There is no way we are going to do anything that is going to at all harm the name of my father, period. You can hear like a certain amount of defensiveness there. And again, I wonder if it's because like the world felt like they not only owned a piece of Elvis, but then uh, they felt a certain proprietor- proprietorship over, over Graceland in a way. And you could almost hear her like having to defend herself when there's no need for her to defend anything. If she wanted to sell it or if she wanted to not have anything to do with it, who cares, right? Right, exactly. And I will say that the enterprise that owns Elvis Presley Enterprises, they do a great job managing that company. Have you been there? Because Oh, several times, yeah. I've never been. four or five. It's so small, it'll shock you, actually. Um, But... And just, you know, the way that they handle things and the way they handle their, they have an entire, like, division that is their Elvis tribute artist contest and things like that, which I've been involved in throughout the years. Yeah, you were telling me the other day that you're like a certified Elvis judge or something. (laughs) I am. What does that even mean? (laughs) Well, I would probably have to retest, but there's an Elvis tribute artist contest that happens every year. Okay. And that is the official one that is put on by Graceland. Other Elvis contests or whatever. This is the one where if it's stamped 
by Graceland, you are the Elvis for the year and you get a residency somewhere in Las Vegas. So you have to, in order to judge those competitions, you have to test for those. What do you, yeah, did. but what do you test? Like, how are you studying for them? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you, first of all, how do you even get to the point where you're like, I want to do this with my life? Oh, well, it's not something like, <laughs> I was asked to do it because I lived, you know, near Branson, Missouri. I had a connection with Legends Theater um, through Maryland stuff. And also they knew that I loved Elvis so much because I seen every movie, you know, you see every movie, they kind of quiz you on trivia about his life. About you. Um, and, you know, you it's really important to know and recognize people that are not just coming out doing Viva Las Vegas. Like people that do those old cuts or like Poke Salad Annie or something like that. Those are the ones that you can really appreciate. The ones that can do like Young Elvis. Those are the ones that are kind of most um, revered in the world of Elvis. Not like lounge singer Vegas Elvis. Because anybody can kind of do that. I, know. <laughs> I love what I was mean, on this test. I could I could uh, test you for days on this experience. But oh like, how gosh. do you well, take please, a test? Please don't test me now. Um, it asks you to, um, it's really more than a test. It is like questions that they ask you about the movies and like what certain songs mean to you and the parts of his life that, you know. I just get the impression that, did you ever see that Golden Girls episode where the girls have their Elvis fan club, Dorothy tries to join, but then she realizes they're too obsessed, uh, even for her taste, and they kick her out because she makes fun of Elvis, and like all of, have you seen that? Like, that's what I totally think of, like, I imagine in this, like, testing experience, they're very serious about this tribute. Uh, they are very serious yeah. about it. Yeah. I mean, they want you. I mean, the reason why they do it is because they just don't want anybody who just wants to have um, a little bit of like local celebrity time or whatever to be like, I'm up here just because I want to be seen. They want to know that you're a real fan of Elvis yeah. and that you have the ability to judge these artists, you know, based on like, oh, that was a little, that was a good performance. I mean, because they will recreate specials or moments on stage where you're like, wow, even the talking part, like it's not just about the singing or the. Hey, it's Mike. And I'm so excited to tell you about factors, delicious, ready to eat meals. We're all busy. And with factor eating fresh, never frozen chef crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including calorie smart protein plus and keto get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week plus you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time sign up and save we've done the math factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious what are you waiting for get started today and get after your goals Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
costumes. It's about like how they Thank connect with the much. audience. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's like how they talk to the audience, and in the relationship, like you get to witness people trying to experience Elvis again. Yeah. And how they how they bring him back to life almost. Were you just ever like, that's a fraud. I've <laughs> nice try, buddy, but I see right through you. Well, there are people that have just tried for years and years and you see them repeatedly. And you're like, oh girl, she's never gonna like, make here it. Here he comes again. But you know, <laughs> and then there are people that are just like so mind blowing. And the women like you judge the audience and how they respond to the artist just as much as their performance. Yeah. It's it's my a God. weird was a weird part of my life. Every day I learn something more about Dawn. <laughs> and that learning continues when we come back. Holly's got all the latest from Hollywood right here on My Talk one oh seven one. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas with huge savings for 2023. If ever there was a time to visit the Little Blind Spot showroom, that time is here. Right now, select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of 30% off the purchase value, up to $1,200. That's right, I said $1,200. Hunter Douglas Honeycomb Shades are designed to conserve energy at the window in any season. They trap heat inside the honeycomb fabrics during the winter months and keep cool air inside your home in summer. It's like they were made for Minnesotans. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today for help from the best experts in the business. Or you can visit them online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Sing it with me. The Little Blind Spot. We're big on service. Hola, amigos. This is... This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. And here with all the latest, it's our good friend Holly Roberts. What are you going to do? The Oprah hey. intro for everyone today. Holly Roberts. That's beautiful, Bradley. Thank you so much. <laughs> Hello, Don. Hello, Mike. Hi. Hello. Thelma and Louise, the musical. Oh, interesting. It could I be like happening. It. it could be happening and it could be starring Amanda Seyfried and Evan Rachel Wood. Okay. All right. How do we know this? They're talking about it or somebody else is just wink wink nudge nudge this is coming down the pike? Well, Variety has the exclusive story about this and they're saying that uh, the two are deep in the process of creating a new musical based on the film Thelma and Louise. Now, this has been in the works for uh, the past year. The film screenwriter is attached to do this musical, and also the songs could be written by Nico Case. Okay, tell me what that means. Nico Case is an alt-country singer-songwriter. I believe that she played with the band The New Pornographers at one point in time. She's good. That's why I want to let you know. She's good. Uh, But uh, this could be happening. Wow, and who are they going to get to play the new Brad Pitt character? Austin Butler, please? (laughs) Yeah, right. If he wants to do some stage work. Well, there are a bunch of hotties in that movie, right? We had Brad Pitt. I feel like who else? I was just just thinking about this movie, and I don't know if you... um, Holly, I think you've listened to Kara Swisher's podcast before. She just had an interview with Gina Davis, and Gina Davis talked about her life. She talked about her memoir. She talked about... Uh, Bill Murray, okay, I remember right. those stories. Being a real butthole. Yeah, like he, it it was really gross. But she talks about dying of politeness in this interview with Kara Swisher. It's on with Kara Swisher as the podcast. I think it's her most recent episode or second most recent. 
I just fell in love with Gina Davis all over again. And she really was open and honest about her time in Hollywood and her personal growth and how she just wasn't prepared to advocate for herself at that stage and what she's done in response. And she does talk a little bit about the movie and, and really like what it kind of meant at the time. So yeah, it it was quite revolutionary Thelma and Louise when it came out in the early nineties. So we might be getting the musical version. Stay tuned for that. Uh, a couple of hot trailers uh, and first looks that we're getting at some from some upcoming movies. The Amy Winehouse biopic Back to Black has released its first look. And Dawn's making a face. What's that about, honey? Mm-hmm. I don't know if we need that, but okay, go on. Oh, don't tell me why. <laughs> well, you know, don't we just know everything that we need to know about Amy Winehouse? Some things don't need to be explored again, but... Well, it, it, it is being explored by director Sam Taylor Johnson. She made the John Lennon biopic Nowhere Boy. Also the spouse of Aaron Taylor Johnson, who could also be in the Thelma and Louise musical and would not mind looking at him. Oh, on all stage. right. That's good to know. Uh-huh. Holly, okay. <laughs> uh, write uh, that down. Industry. I, I mean, look, go Google Aaron Taylor Johnson and have yourself a, right a wonderful time. And I'll tell you about the Amy Winehouse biopic. Oh, yeah, star- him. yeah. 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 That's the one that they were rumoring to be thinking about Ms. Broccoli, putting him in the James Bond franchise. Oh, yes. We have just talked about him recently. Hey, not bad. I, I agree, Holly. <laughs> not too yeah. shabby. Uh, Marissa, I mean, just looking at his face. <laughs> uh, Marissa Bela from the show Industry over on HBO is playing Amy Winehouse, so you can take a look at her there. Uh, a hot trailer dropping today, History of the World Part 2 from Mel Brooks. Mm, can't wait. Still kicking and still stretching, and this movie is going to debut in March on Hulu. You know, Mel Brooks is a national treasure, and frankly, every day that we get to exist on a planet with him, we should all be grateful and this just makes me happy that we get more joy to, to share with him. Absolutely. That's so awesome. I oh, didn't even know this was happening. Yes, History of the World Part 2 is an eight-episode sketch series, and it stars oh. Mel Brooks, Nick Kroll, Wanda Sykes, and Ike Barinholtz. All the great. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. And you yes. said March? March 6th. All right, put that on the calendar. And the series will run over four consecutive days beginning on that date. So mark your calendars because uh, the list of celebrity guests in this is basically a who's who of comedy in 2023. Comedy I mean, who, who, wouldn't, who wouldn't want to be? Oh, and just the chance to work with Mel Brooks. I mean, exactly. I almost said Mel Blank, but also true. Maybe, uh, maybe that's no all, folks. It. Thank you, Holly. <laughs> and good. and when good. we come back, our good friend Mike's got juicy bits of gossip with blind items right here on My Talk 1071. Bradley here. Look, I know there are a lot of dentists out there. You can choose to go pretty much anywhere. And maybe you'll choose a dentist that's convenient to where you live, or you choose a dentist because somebody mentioned something about them, or you just like Googled and, you know, went ahead and and booked an appointment somewhere. I want to just take all of that chance and guesswork out of finding a great dentist for you. Go to Dakota Dental. That's what I did a number of years ago, and I'm so grateful I did because each and every visit that I've had at Dakota Dental right down in Apple Valley, which for me is super convenient, uh, it's very convenient in the metro generally, 
I am so grateful for their care, their level of professionalism, the ease with which I can get in and out, the scheduling. They've got appointments that work for me. They've helped me with all sorts of procedures beyond just that regular checkup from implant dentistry to emergency dental service. Call Dakota Dental for you and your family. You'll be glad you did. DakotaDental.com. Tell them Bradley sent you. I can't think of a better way to blow the gray skies away than with a little juicy gossip here on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. And that's exactly what our good friend Mike is going to do right now. Blinded by the item. Yes, I will. I'm going to start things off this time with, uh, ooh, this is a, a fun one. The only reason they are doing a sequel to this project is because the permanent A-list, quote, singer the producers now uh, know that uh, during the filming and during the press for it, everyone will uh, mention the singer because the sister of the singer is starring in the project oh, and God. it gets all the eyeballs. Oh, um, I don't uh, even Joey, know. Uh, Jamie Lynn, uh, Zoe 102. Oh, Nailed my it. God. Good job, Dawn. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, I just didn't even click on this because I was like, we need this. We mm-hmm. don't need it. But go ahead. All right. Tell, fill in the blanks. It, the blanks. Yeah. The only reason they're doing Zoe 102, the project that, of course, uh, Zoe 101 starred uh, Jamie Lynn Spears, is because of all the attention that Britney's getting. The producers know that there during the filming and during the press for it, everyone's going to be talking about Britney. And thus, the show will have some more eyeballs than it wouldn't otherwise get. Shocking. Series. Not yeah. at all. Totally obvious. If I were Jamie Lynn Spears, honestly, if I really wanted to distance myself from people living in her shadow, I would get an entirely new look. I would sing differently. I would have short, dark hair. You know what I'm saying? I would completely Mm -hmm. get a team to remake my image to where people would be like, oh, well, she's not trying to profit off of her sister's fame. She looks, you know. So or I would just like go She's live in her own thing. Go live in Alaska like those like Alaskan uh what's that reality show Bush people and they're living <laughs> off the grid. Like there are ways oh, yeah. to get out of the celebrity highlight or the celebrity uh spotlight if you don't want it upon you. But she clearly has been raised to think that that is the only way to be successful in life. Yeah, reinvent yourself is what I'm saying, really. I mean, you can still be a celebrity and, like, have a... But do an album that's, like, completely different. Like, yeah. I don't know. Well, maybe she know. will at some point. She might get tired of what she's doing. Sure. Want to do another one? Let's, yes, let's do it. Blinded by the item. This one's fun. This award show had no outlet willing to air it live. The award show, which is all about the actors, then suddenly had two surprise nominations of shows and actors who star on a certain streaming platform. All of a sudden, next thing you know, the streamer decided to also air the award show. I'm assuming that's Screen Actors Guild. Screen Actors Guild SAC Awards. Yep. Okay. Oh, but what's the right. what's the little detail in there? The we network that it's going to be aired on. The uh, well, the show and the nominations. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a couple new shows that got thrown in as surprise late nominations, ah. and they're both from a particular place. First off, do you know where the SAG will be awards will be aired this year? No, no. Oh, okay, that's part of it as well. Okay, so let's that's what guess. Is it a network or a streaming service? It. It's a streaming service. We mentioned the streamer decided to air it on the or air the award show. Uh, I'm going to say Paramount Plus. Or not. What was that? Hulu. HBO Max. There's only so many. Roku. Netflix. Oh, there you go. The Flicks. First one, and then the second one, Netflix, is indeed the correct answer. 
So, What's this business about two of the actors? Well, so a couple of the actors that popped up in uh, awards for uh, the nominations, which if we could still dig a little deeper if you guys have any idea what the movies were. So essentially, the SAG Awards had no place to go. Netflix said, hey, come to us. But when they said that, two surprise nominations for movies popped up. Oh, well, then it would Recent be Netflix, Netflix movies. movies. Yes, yeah. there you go. And so, oh, my gosh, how gross and insidious. Yes. Oh. But also, are you kidding me right now? If, have you met Hollywood, Dawn? Like, suddenly Dawn is a nun. What? Let's just say are gross. you telling me that in Hollywood? Let's just say that's exactly how you can describe one of these two movies. Oh, there's gross a Gross and Insidious. Oh, no. Gross and Insidious. Oh. Yes. Oh. The movie Insidious. No. No. Okay. In the movie Gross. The movie Gross. Um, and that's only, I haven't watched it, but that's from the very short review I got from one Holly Roberts. Oh. Okay, how about Was oh, so it the Hollywood Dahmer? Babylon? What? Sorry, hold on, one at a time. What's that? Dahmer. Dahmer. Oh, not but that it'd be. One. Uh, is it a TV show? It's a Netflix movie. Two Netflix movies that all of a sudden got added to the SAG Awards. It's not. How, it's not Babylon. No, that or whatever. Was, no. it's so it's Netflix. Okay. A Netflix movie. The one that I just described is about a very, very, very famous woman, arguably the oh, most. Oh, Marilyn. Yeah, Anna de Armas. Oh. So the f- yeah, and I don't know if you're gonna get the 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 second one. Uh, Go ahead and give it to me. Okay, so I'll give it to you. Uh, apparently, uh, the, this is again what the uh, our friend NT lawyer is uh, implying here. But speaking of studios, there was no place for the SAG Awards, so Netflix agreed to air it. But just magically, after they agreed, a couple of the actors from a couple of movies, including Blonde and also Hustle, the one with Adam Sandler that he did. Oh. Uh, they've both popped up as surprise nominations well, for the awards. That would be awards. a surprise. Yes, exactly. Although he, when that came out, Oscar talk is what everybody really? was saying for that one. Okay. Yeah, for his for his performance in Hustle, well, and he, it was not on the Golden Globes. That's what he's one of those legacy actors who got like a really fat deal with yeah, Netflix, yep. and that kind of was like, but. I mean, that's good to know. Yeah, um, Uncut Gems, when that came out, there was a lot of talk talk about that. And then when it didn't happen, now a lot of people said Hustle might be the one where he actually would get a nomination for an Oscar. But it didn't happen at the Golden Globes. But now, apparently, the SAG Awards, it is going to be happening. Or at least he's going to be up for it. All right, Saggies. There you Uh, go. I wonder if Lori and Julie would be on that. That was a good one. That was a very deep one. I apologize if it took uh, too long to get there. But uh, we'll uh, we'll move on to another one. All right, let's do it. Now, there's been a bunch of leaks this week about this out-of-control, money-sucking film and uh, the production under the helm of one of the greatest directors of all time. And the uh, rumors and the leaks we're getting is from a former Disney actor we all know very, very well. Oh. So, I'm assuming... Hmm. What's a money-sucking film? It's not like Avatar and James Cameron. Saldana? This is a uh, the production of this film. The film's upcoming. So it's still yes. under oh, production. It's still, it has Correct. Okay. Yes. Okay. Let's Avatar see. Avatar three. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Three, Let's four, try. five, and six. <laughs> um, and a former Disney star. Yes. You can find okay. either either direction you want to go. Oh, Was God. she a child? He or she or they a child star? Uh, I believe when they were working for Disney, yeah, I believe so. Okay. And are they on this production? That's yes. why they're that's blabbing why they're, about it. That's why they're leaking some things. Yes. And is it a oh movie we all know about? Um, I th- we've I've, I'm pretty sure we've done some uh, some dirt alerts about it. I know this week some more news has come out about this movie than any other. I guess it's yeah. I I can't guarantee you have. Mm. Okay. Big well, production. Big production. Can you say male or female? Uh, male. The Disney star okay. that's leaking some things. 
Uh, I will say that one of the other stars in this uh, film, Adam Driver, has come to the defense of it. Do you recall that story? Is it like the latest Star Wars movie? No. No, and there's also a there's also a uh, a, a, a permanent A-list director or a big time A-list director in this mix as well that you could maybe get you there. Oh, boy. And is it an action movie? It is an action movie that's going to cost a lot of money. I'll say a science fiction drama epic. It's not all of those. It's not the second Dune. No. Good. All right, there's a Dawn, chance. Come just, on, you can get this. You I'm can trying. get this. You've got the sci-fi. I just thinking about Adam Driver, <laughs> and I got distracted. Oh, you just want to think about Adam I'm Driver? Attracted. I'll give you more people. I'll give you more people in the movie. Uh, Zendaya's in it. Aubrey Plaza's okay. in it. Uh, uh, let's see here. John Voight is in it. And, and it's a Disney this, movie. It is not. No. Oh, it's not a Disney movie. And again, there's a big, big name director tied to it as well. Big, big and name. It's not in the Star Wars franchise. It is not. Although it okay. kind of. Oh, 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 is it's it a Star good. Trek? No, no, oh. not that either. <laughs> uh, Again, there's an opportunity, I guess. I'm pretty sure we've done dirts on these, but if it not, uh, maybe this film hasn't even uh, oh, crossed your radar yet at this point. It's so I fine, but I feel like we should be getting something. You're giving us... Maybe focus on the director. Okay, director, Steven it's, Spielberg. No. What other big directors we got, Tong? Um, uh, Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah, no, um... It's not Steven Spielberg, uh, Ryan Johnson. It's been a long, long, longevity for this director. Been a, okay. Been a big time director for a very long time, including directing maybe the greatest movie of all time. And it's a sci fi in many people's eyes. Yeah. It's a, oh, 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 oh. No, because you said it's not I'm Steven feeling. Spielberg. Mm-mm. So it's not Indiana Jones. No. Um, Again, I think this just might not have been. You guys, uh, we'll, we'll, I'll give you the movie, then we can maybe find out All if right. you guys have any familiarity with it. Uh, Mega op, Megalop, Megalopolis, Megapolis. Meg- oh, have you seen any of this stuff coming out about no. this? No, but now that you say that, I feel like I saw a headline that said something about Megalopolis, Megalopolis. and I was like, I don't even know what Megalopolis is. Yes, it that is. That sounds ridiculous. I, I apologize. Ridiculopolis. I thought, I, I thought this would have been in in, in your uh, in your periphery at some point into another but uh francis ford coppola is the one who is doing oh. megapolis which feature megapolis which features it's hard to say uh adam driver uh aubrey plaza zendaya and then the child star we were re- referencing who's been leaking a bunch of stuff about it that would be one shia labeouf oh Shia okay oh, Get, he's in it he's he is in working? it as well he and oh, adam driver God. together in that one and along with other names I see a headline that says Francis Ford Coppola says no truth to apocalypse on Megalopolis. There you go. I don't know what the what's the plot of this movie, Don. You've not heard of Megalopolis. Never heard of it. I am Megalopolis. No, it's (laughs) not your fault. Science fiction. (laughs) Science fiction epic is just how they describe it. Okay. Science fiction epic. We're gonna need more. We're gonna need more than that. Are you kidding me? Is there time travel? I don't even see light speed. How do you spell it? Is it in IMDb? Mega? It's just Mega Lopolis. and then Lopolis. Okay. It looks like, yeah, there's like all these people in it. Forrest Dustin Whitaker. Hoffman. Yeah, it's... The premise, all it says is, in New York, a woman is divided between loyalties to her father, who has a classical view of society, and her lover, who is more progressive and ready for the future. 
Oh. Dun, dun, dun. But that gives yeah. you nothing. It doesn't tell us anything. All right, um, Mike, thank you. I have you. one very, very quick one here. Oh, yeah, let's yes, do it. Yes, let's do one very, very quick one. This former A-plus list rapper got people talking because uh, uh, talking about something other than himself and his problematic behavior because all he needed was someone willing to pretend that they married him. Oh, well, I don't know. Maybe Kanye? Yeah! Oh, my gosh, we're going to be talking about that next because it's so ridiculous. Yeah, in fact, we do need to talk about this story regarding Kanye and his secret marriage. I knew there was a blind item. Dawn, you're going to have feels. We'll get to them when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, my talkers! You know my friends at Hero have been keeping the Twin Cities warm and cozy for over a hundred years. This time of year, keeping your house warm is near the top of everyone's priority list. Obviously, if you don't have any heat, that's an emergency. Good news: Hero can get you back on, or get your heat back on, rather, so that you and your family are safe all season long. But what if you have something else going on that needs the attention of an expert? You may have a room that doesn't get enough heat or maybe a room that gets too much heat. That's the case in our uh, master bedroom. Maybe you hear weird noises or smell something funky when your heater's running. Maybe there's an issue of efficiency that's costing you money every month on your energy bills. All those reasons are reasons to call my friends at Hero. So whether you've got a boiler, furnace, or heating pump, or maybe a combo of things going on, the heating experts at Hero can diagnose any problem. And in most cases, they can fix it on the same appointment. Call Hero today and get $57 off your repair. Working with Hero is so easy. It's super convenient. And you'll be blown away at the quality of their customer service. Call Hero.com. This new year. Fabulous. And thank you. I did hear there was some sun on its way. Oh, not yet, though. Hurry up. Hurry up. Hey, welcome back to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. There was a blind item from the last segment that Mike shared with us, and I'd like for him to share it one more time because it connects to a story that we're going to talk about. Sounds good. This former A-plus list rapper got people to start talking about something other than his problematic behavior, and all he needed was someone willing to pretend they were married to him. Dawn, you want to fill in those (laughs) blanks? Well, that would be Kanye West. We saw the news today that Kanye has been married. He had a marriage ceremony with a woman who looks to be like one of his architects. Um, And all of a sudden, he's seen with this woman who, um, you know, has blonde, short hair. Nobody really knows who she is. And at this point, really, we... Uh, Personally, I was like, this week when I saw pictures of him with a woman, I'm like, well, how dumb is she? Like, honestly, who would be hanging out with Kanye at this point? It's not even a matter of opinion. Like, is it somebody like Julia Fox who's trying to climb the social ladder? But but I mean, like, that's not the right way to do it. Like, you're going down a ladder, not up a ladder, in my opinion. Yeah, well. well, It turns out. Go ahead. No, uh, finish, finish your thought. It turns out that it's one of his architects, so it's a woman that he's known for a while, and then they show a picture of him with the ring on his finger and say, Kanye's been married, secretly married in a ceremony, which made me go, what? Yes, so this story story came across on TMZ, and as you rightly pointed out, Don, they've been seen together before. We didn't know anything about Bianca Sensori, but then the, the news broke that, and this is... First of all, what what does it mean generally when a story is broken on TMZ, do we think? Or at least... Well, it 
probably means that they called them and yeah, they right. said, guess what? We need you to talk about this, even though they have their their whole um, gaggle of reporters in their newsroom. Yeah. It's like, okay, you guys didn't just, you're not just combing the streets and no. every, you know, um, uh, legal document to try to find these stories. People are contacting you. We are not stupid. Yeah. In fact, we know that TMZ has a relationship with Kanye West, so that the idea that they would publish this story is because Kanye or the people connected to him or somebody who has a vested interest in the story told them and the story that they're telling is that you know he wasn't just hanging around with this mystery blonde uh who's not a natural blonde i guess i don't know they point that out but um that she actually uh hails from australia they've been working together for years she is an architectural designer and our sources say that is kanye or his people say uh yay and bianca recently had some sort of wedding ceremony. Now, I love the words here, right? Like, you're breaking big news. Kanye has been toxic. Every Kanye headline for weeks, toxic because of his anti-Semitism, racism, like all of the the stories that that have come through media in the last couple months around Kanye have not been positive. And then all of a sudden, this story breaks, and they're not even giving you a definitive, Dawn. They literally just say... Our sources say Ye and Bianca recently had some sort of like wedding ceremony, though we're told it doesn't appear they've filed a marriage certificate to make it, you know, legal. So So it's just a thing. This is just a distraction. We could get married. We could have a ceremony and marry each other. All right, let's do it. Well, who's what tabloid is going to pick that story up? Maybe the My Talk tabloid. Do we have like a TMZ at at My Talk? (laughs) That that's gonna that's like Quinn, our social media. Director. Yeah, all right, Quinn. We want you to report. Sources say Bradley yeah. and Dawn have had some sort of ceremony, but there's no certificate. A, yeah. And then it'll hopefully get a social media attention. I mean, yeah, and then we can go to a hotel and be seen at the Waldorf uh, Astoria Hotel where he was seen sharing a meal with her. Um, by the way, TMZ also broke that story earlier this week. It said, I love it in their articles when they say they didn't break the story. Week, they were fed we the story. We broke the story. Yeah. Right. We broke the story that they were spotted sharing a meal and chatting at the Waldorf earlier this week. And we hadn't really seen them together prior to that meeting. But she's also been at some Kanye adjacent events like the Balenciaga show in May. He also released a song called Sensory Overload. Yeah, because her name is Sensory. Yeah. Yes. So this and is obviously Sensory Overload. So obviously um this is an attempt by Kanye West to redirect popular opinion yeah. towards him. I don't think it's gonna be very successful. I'm just gonna put so. it out there because clearly this relationship is not going to be taken seriously. Much less the public. Like, what? Are, what is? What do they think is going to happen? People are going to overlook all the things that he said and done to his career, and yeah, at the expense of other people. Mm-hmm. You, this this behavior, it's never going to go away. You're never going to escape it. No. Period. Uh, what I was going to also say is, does this this formula of let's change the the narrative, let's put some sources out there. Does that ring a bell at all to any of the stories we've been talking about, say, this week? Yeah, Harry and Meghan. Harry and Spare and how the... I mean, we're learning it from the monarchy. They're the the spin masters at this. Well, yeah. 
that have been putting out things, you know, to misdirect attention, you know, about whatever scandal's going on. They've been doing it for years. So we're, are we surprised? Yeah, and, and I think, too, it just it brings home, it reiterates all the things I know that I have said over the years, which is that when it comes to sources say, those sources are coming right from the source, meaning it's not just that your friends were, like, calling up hey, a tabloid yeah, and no. sharing some gossip. The people Sometimes, involved yes. don't want to admit that they want you to know this information, and it's because there's there's some ulterior motive truth bradley speak (laughs) well when we come back we're going to continue to speak why because you've got a story about julia roberts and her family history 